0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano,
1: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this episode, we start out, the first 18 minutes, we have fun conversation. We talk about people who complain about everything. We talk about a great documentary, America, The Story of Us, great documentary, uh, food and cultural traditions but then really the majority of this episode is talking all about high intensity interval training hit training it burns more fat more effectively than other forms of cardio but you got to do it right and there's a lot of pitfalls now there's also a guide that accompanies this podcast the guide goes into more depth it's totally free go to mindpumpfree.com it's the maps hit. Guide. It costs nothing. Uh, in that guide, we talk about the three most common mistakes with hit workout programs. And I also want to mention it's the final day. In fact, it's the final hours. If you're listening to this episode when it releases, you have a few hours left to get maps strong for thirty dollars off. It's our newest maps program. It's the one that people are all talking about right now. It's really popular. i I, I did not expect this kind of response. I'm excited. It's really exciting. Map Strong, if you go to mapsstrong.com, there's two S's in the middle there, mapsstrong.com, and use the code STRONG30, S-T-R-O-N-G, and the number 30, you'll get $30 off. But again, that promotion ends at midnight. So without any further ado, here we are talking about hit training.
2: Yeah, speaking of social justice, where I, get, I get these every once in a while where I get somebody and, and, I, and I always hesitate to respond. Because you know, like my uncle always tells me like right don't don't pick up the brick out of'em like there's no sense in like even responding to stupid stuff but i just I can't help it, yeah, I can't help it Sometimes when it's... Sometimes it just compels you huh? well, it's just it annoys me okay here I am I got my Instagram story, and did you guys see the story that I did with Katrina? The showing her body fat percentage, yeah, I oh yeah, yeah, incredible feedback I got for that. I, mean, I must yeah. have got fifty to hundred DMs just alone, saying like, "Man, thank you so much." Yeah, because you
1: explained the whole thing, was right? Great.
2: They're like, "This was a really cool example of what you guys talk about on the show," and then I also did the link to the exact part of where we talked about on the show, and so a lot of great plot. And then if then I get one person who says, "Um, you know, maybe maybe uh, try using something else." besides we fed her it sounds like you're referring to her as a dog what and I'm like I said first of all I said uh. we stands for her and I and she's not insecure so it's okay yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I just like come on dude uh. really like people, it, I just, I would just it, it, no. And normally, I don't respond to stupid DMs. So If you respond to me stupid DMs and I don't respond back to you, that's probably why.
3: Quick with the fake outrage. I just. This don't is me. why Can I'm say-
2: stop. I this just-
1: is what I'm saying. So because there's no, there's no fear of recourse, you get a lot of stupid comments like that. Because would that person <clears throat> ever come up to you in person and be like, oh, "Hold on
3: a second, well, um, did you just <clears throat> say fed her? We
1: she's not a dog." Right. They would never do that in person. Oh. Well, it was
2: remember when I was
3: I at, don't know, at on it? Yes, remember that remember that one girl that checked, be, uh, checked. me. Yeah. It was oh. that, remember
2: when I said when I referred to them as girls? Uh, yeah. I told them thanks, girls. Yeah. For after they made goddesses. Me. Or what did she, what did she or say again? Yeah, she told me that she's she just kind of like she did like one of those and looked at me and then was just like, you know, maybe goddesses or yeah. She gave me like three yeah, other some and, of their options and of like, and, I, and I was I kind of looked at her sideways because I was confused at what she was referencing and she, yeah. and she's like. Instead of calling them girls, that's disrespectful. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> are you fucking? Ki- are we really here now? You, Is this you go outside? outside. Are we really here
1: now, dude? Just, you know. Can I tell you something, kids? You know what'll put it in perspective for you? So fucking. I gotta noxious. recommend this. You need to watch the documentary. It's called America: The Story of Us.
3: Oh yeah, on History and, Channel, and
1: it was it was a. It's a huge series. I don't know how many episodes they are.
3: I watched a couple,
1: and it's it's on Amazon Prime right now. It is fucking amazing. I'm enthralled by it. It's and super it, old. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. it's ten
2: years. It's eight years old,
1: yeah. but it's so good. And it shows the the how America started, whatever. But here's what's cool about it: when you're watching it, literally, as Jessica and I are watching it, I'm, we're both looking at. I have to pause it every ten minutes. We look at each other, and we're like, "No wonder people complain all the time right now." Everything's done for us. We're massive yeah. pussies. Yes. Back then, they would have never- Every's so soft. Nobody gives a shit. They yeah. were doing wagon trains through the West, not yeah. knowing where they were going. <laughs> they're going to eat whatever they find, and then they're going to create land and create a fucking life. They literally
3: have babies, and they're the only ones that make it. You know, by the <laughs> yeah, time they yeah, get yeah. there, everybody else died.
1: <laughs> Bro, it's a crazy documentary, but it makes me realize the how weak people have become. And I don't- I, I don't know. 100%. Man. So weak. It's like, you know what it is? Like I said, everybody's seen around. Nobody so has a backbone. Comfortable. We're so comfortable. Everything's produced for us. We've got electronics that do what the fuck we want. Where if you're poor today, you still have TVs and microwaves and ovens and water and whatever. Whereas before, poor meant you died. I'm not saying anything bad about, but my point is everything's so amazing now that I think maybe we're hardwired to complain and it used to be...
3: We're looking for problems so we're creating problems.
1: Yeah, maybe we used to complain about like wolves, you know, like, oh my God, fucking wolves (laughs) gotta do something or (laughs) oh, the invaders or, you know, now we don't have anything so we're like... Uh, that guy said, "Feed." Yeah, yeah. Hurt yeah. my feelings. Yeah. Oh, he he called
3: us girls, yeah. even though we are yeah. girls. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How dare he? We I don't know, know why we it need is, a hardship. I don't know why yeah. it annoys me so much, dude. Because uh, it's because it's we need sauce. to work harder or something. Uh, you know.
2: Well, especially something like that. It's like. First of all, if you knew Katrina, Katrina's one of the and I and I know I I've done some posts like this about talking about her, one of the strongest, hardest working women I've ever met in my life and independent and very 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 strongly. If I if I say something like where her and I like are arguing or going back and forth, if I say anything to her, that she finds disrespectful, she, trust me, she says something. She right. hits you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Gives me a right hook real quick.
2: No, so <laughs> this woman stands up for herself, wow. let me tell you, and and makes sure that she's spoken to correctly. So when someone gets on there and does something like that, I'm like, you know how stupid that is? Like, get out of here with uh, that. That's because
1: you're a yeah. guy. Get out of here. That's why. You know what's funny? Because like this has this has happened to me now a couple times. We'll be at my mom's house and we'll be eating dinner. And you know Jessica and I are both in fitness. We're both, you know, she's a trainer. I was a trainer for a long time. We're both into health and we both help check each other to stay, you know, just to make sure we eat healthy, make sure we stay active. So like if I'm tired, she'll say, come on, Sal, like, you know, do another one. Or, you know, if she wants to eat something, I'll be like, you sure you want to do that? Is that going to make your stomach feel good or whatever? So the two times my mom has seen me Satan say something to her but she hasn't seen jessica say anything to me so i look oh. like a massive asshole <laughs> you know what i mean like jessica like, like you, you can't like, let her let her eat well yeah because especially because you know she she's like embarrassed to say no to my mom who is extremely persistent mm-hmm. like if you go to my it's just a typical italian mom mm-hmm. if you go there She's going to make food, and then her job is to convince you to eat as much as you possibly can. That's oh, literally, me literally her shit. job. And so she'll do this to Jessica, and I'll be yeah. like, and Jessica doesn't really, she'll be like, oh, I don't want to say no, and plus it looks good on top of it, and, uh, and I'll be like, honey, it's going to hurt you, and I'll be like, mom, listen, it hurts her stomach, and mom, yeah. let her speak for herself. Don't tell her what to, I'm like, no, 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 that's not what you're, that's not what's happening right now. (laughs) That's not not (laughs) what
2: happened. Trust me, it's afterwards she complains because she's embarrassed. Uh, So listen to to this. You just reminded me of something. This happened. So my best friend, uh, you guys saw, just had his baby, his baby girl, beautiful, healthy baby. And we went to go see him the day, the day he got out of the hospital and her, and we were there. And so his wife is Hmong and her mom is, is full Hmong and she doesn't speak a lick of English and their family like they you know very tribal with like when when they have traditional things which by the way this is fucking rad i'm heading over there and i and i tell I asked i asked Jared i said hey do you want us to um bring anything for you and he goes no 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 he goes yours on this special special diet his wife's on a special diet i'm like oh okay so i get there and he's, he's, he's cooking it up. Now she's, she's nursing the baby and sitting there and you could tell they're just, I mean, they're just fresh out
3: of the hot, they're exhausted as fuck. Right? Can,
1: you, can you see it in their face? Oh yeah. <laughs> they just, they're exhausted. I remember man. that face. Oh my Especially God. when it
3: happens in the middle of the night, just yeah. you know, the labor, you're like, oh. You see them both
2: just exhausted, right? And she's holding the baby and she's nursing Jared's in the kitchen and he's, he's preparing up her special meal and I'm looking at him, oh, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's a, it's a whole organic chicken. And they boil it for X amount of time, and then it's and it and it's in a broth, the broth, and then uh, and just steamed white rice. So this
1: is a traditional then, post-pregnant post-post pregnancy,
2: and she is to eat that as long as she possibly can. Like that's just, just stay on that diet. stay on that diet. What? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting, right?
1: I want to. I want to break that down and see why. Dude, I
2: was very. I was like, this is cool. Like, I thought that was because things like that exist for a long time for a reason. I asked. I so I asked her to ask her mom because her mom Hmm. was speaking English. I said, I was all the nerdy side of me, right? So they're they don't they're not paying attention. They're just Jared's just doing what he's told. You know, they'll freak out on him if he doesn't give it to her. Like it has to be served at a certain temperature, even to her. Like the first time Jared served it to her, it sat in the kitchen for a few minutes and it cooled down a tiny bit, and he got yelled at <laughs> by her mom. No, 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 no! It's gonna be hot, fresh, hot right <laughs> after right. So he serves her. He, she hits him. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, I, uh, you know, it has to be done a certain way. She kind of sits, sits, stands over him, why she, why he's doing it and stuff. So I'm all, this is fucking cool, bro. Because, you know, everybody, you know, you see so many people after before or during pregnancy and after pregnancy, they'll just go and eat garbage, dude. Just mm-hmm. their cravings and all the stuff going on. So they eat all sorts. It's stuff. like a hall pass. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like a hall pass, right? But they so, have
1: created a, a custom where, and maybe the health benefits are just to prevent them from eating garbage. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. But who knows? You said it's been around for a long time. Oh, yeah. So Now, I, does a whole chicken, they boil it down in the water? So now she's drinking yes, the broth. So she's yes, got the bone and yes. the tendon uh, and everything. Yes. Oh, yeah. Literally yeah. minerals. Literally
2: yeah. a whole chicken gets thrown, a whole organic chicken gets thrown into a pot and then gets boiled for sure, X amount of time. And then they eat the, and she, drink, she drinks it. Eat, she's supposed to drink all the broth. She's supposed to eat the whole chicken, the skin, everything all does on Does anything it. else go in that? Like no, vegetables? Not, or? Nope. Nothing else goes in that. Then she has white rice. I do think she. Ha- I, I do think she has some vegetable. I don't know what vegetable that she consumes. That's so interesting. But I, I'll have to ask that. So I'll get back to you on that one. But I thought this was really cool. And yeah, because she's getting the minerals
1: from the bones. She's getting a, a great amino acid profile. She's getting the whole chicken. Mm-hmm. White rice, obviously a very uh, easy to digest easy form of, of carbohydrate. Mm-hmm.
2: Very interesting. So here's the, the funny part in this, why you reminded me of this story about like moms and stuff like that. So... She's Jared does that and we're and we're sitting down we're sitting down in the living room we're there probably about fifteen minutes or so and then I I, I, I she's going back and forth in mong with her mom and then her mom her mom seems to be like kind of yelling at her about something mm-hmm. and you could tell she's exhausted mama and she's you can tell she's they're going back and forth and she's like Ugh, she's all frustrated and we're like what's wrong everything okay and she's just like no. my— my mom is concerned that you guys aren't eating and she wants me to make you guys something. She's wanting her to, she, and <laughs> she so, just to and She's had
1: a baby. Right. <laughs> Get up and make her Yeah, them. <laughs> no she is. She's like
2: yelling at them to make something and they're going back and forth back and forth and then you know then we go back to talking for about 5 minutes and then to do it again back and forth back and forth. And I'm and I'm I'm looking at her, telling her like no no we're okay. I'm trying to tell her we're okay and then they're still going and then her mom um uh, Pulls twenty dollars out and is telling her to go order us pizza at least, at least order them pizza, yeah. right? At least give them food, give feed them, you know, like because yeah. we're guests and stuff. And I'm like, Katrina and I are like, no, 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 we're good, we ate already, we're fine, we're fine. So her mom's trying to hand me twenty dollars, she's trying to give me money yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like no, that's no. the culture, man. <laughs> no, listen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the culture, bro. They
1: want to be hospitable, I, so. yeah. And I think it's the it's the it's a long, long, long. It's an old culture, and I think the old cultures they live through some hard times and showing people in that community showing you know people you you want to give them food and you want to help them it's a really, it's i mean it's like that in my culture when someone comes over my mom's house you are offered food and coffee and if you're not offered food and coffee then it's considered like disrespectful so it's all and they will and yeah. and you're supposed to say no the first time and so that's why they keep pushing you it's like their goal is to get you i remember when i first, when i was dating my my ex-wife this is when i was I was a kid, so I was like, uh, okay, so I was working at 24 Hour Fitness, so I was like 19 years old, and I'd work till 10 o'clock at night, right? So I'd work real late, and I'd drive by her house to say goodnight to her, because I was working all day long. Her mom would, and remember, my ex-wife's Italian, too. Her mom would hear me from upstairs, and I, if I wasn't quiet, I had to be real quiet, but if she heard me, she'd wake up, come downstairs, and then she'd cook. At eleven o'clock at night, she cooked me dinner. <laughs> it, she don't warm me uh, up something. It wasn't something out of the fridge. Yeah. Uh, she'd come down and she start frying some coleslaw or making I mean, some it's pasta. It's kind of cool.
3: I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, good. I like that's that's pretty that's a pretty cool. Well, thing.
1: my my cousin, I got a great story here. I told this. I think I told you guys this a long time ago, but my cousin, when he got divorced, he moved to San Jose because he got a job down here. So he was up in Sacramento. And because he was going through the divorce and it was during the, it was right after the market crash or whatever. So he had to short sell his house. So he was like not doing very well financially. So he lived with my grandparents to get back on his feet. He gained 15 pounds in like two or three months, like just <laughs> straight 15 pounds. Just my, he's always fed. My grandmother, he's like, dude, I would wake up to go to get ready for work and I'd come downstairs and it have a fucking full on like ridiculous breakfast. Then she would pack him lunches, and he's like, dude, she'd give me a cooler. He'd have a cooler of, of food, and it's good. It's yeah. really, really good food. Yeah. And so there was a color, because I remember I would see him, I'm like, you know, we talk, and he's like, bro, I'm getting fat right now. And I'd laugh because <laughs> I <I'd grab laughs> the
2: shit.
3: But yeah, they're, they're
2: hardcore pressure, dude.
3: You can't, uh, like, yeah. we
2: actually ended up leaving. Yeah. It went back and forth for like 15, to, and we're in the middle of this diet right now, bro. bro yeah. they will so I told Katrina I'm like, I'm, I'll give her the look, like, we could get the fuck out of here. I ain't eating no pizza right now. They will I'm not going to get it. guilted into that right now. Like, then I'll be all,
1: so, Dude, my, I remember he, he told me a story where he was. He had this, con- he finally sat down with my grandma to have a conversation with, and she doesn't understand when you say, like, I'm gaining weight, because she's like, you're not fat, you look good, you were too skinny. So he goes, no, he goes, I really need you to give me less food i just <laughs> so we had a conversation with her so she said fine how much finally she like gave up she's like fine how much pasta do you do you want in your bowl and he goes i don't want the pasta to come out of the bowl it has to be flush yeah. with the bowl she's like fine so she goes over to get his pasta and she goes around the corner because they were in the, another room so she goes around the corner to get the pasta so he was he, he could see her through the reflection there's a mirror and he could see what she's doing She filled that fucker up so that the the pasta's sticking out over the bowl and then she pressed it down (laughs) to make it fit in the bowl, bro. He's like, I'm making meat today. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, you want it to fit at the bowl? (laughs) Smart guy. I make (laughs) a fit at the bowl. Fisting it. Pushing
3: that shit in there.
1: Then he was telling her, he goes, he goes, He goes, goes, I need you to stop making these ciabatta meatball sandwich. You give these ciabatta bread fucking sandwiches, right? (laughs) He goes, I need, there's too much carbs. I can't do this. So he goes to the grocery store and he buys sliced bread. And he says, if you make me a sandwich, you have to use this bread. She's like, okay, fine, I make it. He picks up his bag for lunch and he's like, this shit's heavy. Why is it so heavy? He opens it up and she's four slices of bread. She made like meat, Four? yeah, she's like a slice of bread, meat, like cheese, a whatever. <laughs> like yeah. a, like a Big Mac of sandwiches. Yes. She made yeah. him two sandwiches into one because he said he only wanted one sandwich and he only wanted that bread. Oh, so she hacked God. it. She said, it's one sandwich. I, I <laughs> love fucking, your grandma. That's you know what awesome. I mean? So yeah. 15 pounds mass gaining. <gasps> oh, shit! It's, it's it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's a good time So Damn. you guys as parents aren't like weren't like that when you were a kid trying to stuff you yeah, guys.
3: Yeah. No, my mom was totally like that, and especially my grandma too. So it's that that was definitely part of the culture as well like it was either potatoes or you know it was just different like carb sources but it, it, they would just shove that you couldn't leave the table till you cleaned your plate like Every little last morsel too, and I'd have to sit Did there. Did you get in trouble if you didn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah you get in trouble. And yeah. like I would, and even even when I learned to eat my vegetables first because they were disgusting when they're you know cold and mushy, <laughs> you know, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna eat this first. But then I would be full, and but I still had to finish like every single thing they plopped on my plate. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> just feeding It's the- yeah, just just oh, oversaturated. Just feeding
1: just, oh god, yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine the battle that I have with my with my uh, parents uh, and my of kids. Of course, it's uh, yeah. a it's a it's a constant. Battle to the well, point now where my, 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 I feel like they're keeping secrets,
3: dude. So, like, breakfast was a big deal in my family. And, like, so my grandma has this recipe for like buttermilk pancakes that's like fucking amazing, you know. And it's like that was what we grew up on is these like little, like, light, fluffy. It, it, the contest was how many you could eat, right? And I, I used to eat stacks of these things. And uh, so my mom still tries to keep this tradition. I'm like, mom, no, like, please don't, like, Every, when I pick them up, you know, Sunday, and, like, they've watched them overnight, you know, I'm like, oh, she's going to make them pancakes, and so I'm going to be fucked, you know, because like, <laughs> yeah. they, they're going to come back just wired, like, you know, maniacs, and sure enough, like, but she's still trying to, like, make me eat them, and, like, she's just so persistent, like, no, I saved some for you, look, they're right here, like, you know, there's stacks of them, it's and she's finally given up, like, finally. Oh, did she? Yeah, so see, like, I know she, you're not going to eat it, see, she, my, like, I, guilts
1: me. See, my parents, I think, are keeping secrets of my kids. That's what I think. I, yeah, yeah, I give it to them. No, no, looking. no, for real. Like yeah. the other day I went over there to pick up the kids and, and I'm like, so would you guys uh, Would you guys eat today? What you guys do with Nona? And, you know, my, my daughter's like, oh, uh, you know, she, uh, she got me a cookie from the store and my mom looks at her with this look. <laughs> like, and my daughter oh, no. looks, and I could tell on my daughter's face, she, she forgot not to tell me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, are you fucking, yeah. like, are you guys keeping secrets from me? Yeah. It's my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't do that. So I had this, and so both my parents rolled their eyes, and I said, you know, I told my parents this. I said, listen, I said, you just turned 60 to my dad. I said, mom, you're not that far behind. Pretty soon, we're close. I said, we're very close. I'm going to come to the house. I'm going to throw away all the food that nobody's supposed to eat, and I'm going to buy your groceries for you. And you should have seen the look on their faces. We had a fight over a huge argument. I said, "I promise, I'm going to do this because if I'm going to take care of you guys when you're sick, I'm going to make sure you guys are in better, you know, better condition or whatever. I'm going to start throwing food away. It's like kids. It's like dealing with kids. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! Speaking of fat loss, uh, cardio, doing the hit. You've been doing hit cardio. I just
2: so I just introduced it. I wait. This is kind of the, the process for me now. You know we're getting we're doing this six week competition right now, and if I was competing, I'm, I'm I'm mirroring a lot of the things that I would do getting ready for a show. Even though I know that I'm still not in, a, in a, a great place to do that, but when we so for the first five weeks, I've had zero cardio. Everything that I've done leading up to this point has been uh, all through just walking more more steps, and so I mm. gradually went from eight to ten thousand, then ten to twelve, then twelve to fourteen. Now that we're heading into the final week, um, this is so the first bit of cardio I ever introduce is hit, mm-hmm. um, and I do ten to twelve minutes post workout. Uh, you get a
1: ten to twelve minutes. That's it's important it. for people to. I don't think anybody does hit right. Yeah. They, yeah, they 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 don't they don't do it the right way. They think hit means beat the well, shit. They do out it yourself. for like an hour. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, no, that's, that's not, not HIIT. No, yeah. no, No, no. What, what do you do with it for that period of time?
2: So, and it, I I tend to move around on different pieces of equipment or, you know, even battle ropes and things like that. But I use, uh, you know, my own perceived exhaustion. So what I do is whether I'm using ropes or Stairmaster, elliptical or treadmill is I get after it real hard for about a minute. So one minute, I go as hard as I can for one minute. And after that one minute, I walk, you know, if I'm on a treadmill or I slow way down on the elliptical to where I'm almost barely moving. And I allow my heart rate to come all the way back down. And I wait for it to feel like... Obviously, it's not going to come back down to resting. But it comes back down to what I would feel like when I was walking. I don't feel like I'm pushing in. Which right now, when I first start hit, it takes about 90 seconds to Mm -hmm. recover. you know, Mm -hmm. Because I don't have good cardio endurance. As that improves, that time will shorten. And so people ask me a lot, like, so do you follow a protocol? Like, one on, two off, and 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, Tabata style. Like, how do you do it? And it's like, well... I don't really, I mean, I, I pay attention to my time, but I don't get on the equipment and say, okay, I'm going to do these two-minute intervals, no. one-minute wash, two-minute intervals, because everybody's cardiovascular endurance is going to be varied and different. Yeah. And the same thing with each piece of equipment I do is going to be more challenging than others.
3: Right. And and I think that, um, it, yeah, it's definitely going to be different for everybody as far as, like, the goal is to be able to choose and select an exercise that, you know, you can go uh, you know that added bit of intensity with, and, and you can you can really rev up it with you know safely within that. So it's not going to look like explosive jumps for everybody. No, right. No. So that, and, and pe- I think that's a misconception. Though, is a lot of people want to go right into plyometric work and um, you know super like aggressive like even like uh, powerlifting for instance, and they throw that in like a hit workout.
1: No, what you need to understand is hit and plyo and resistance training is anaerobic. Hit is also anaerobic. It's not purely anaerobic, but it is more of an anaerobic form of cardio than you know steady state type cardio. And anaerobic meaning without oxygen, it means you're burning energy a little bit differently, like you are with weights, and and it produces a different effect. And the the the, the example that I like to give is the sprinter versus the long distance athlete. When you look at a sprinter who also runs a lot uh, versus a long distance runner who runs a lot. Because the sprinter does this anaerobic explosive bursts of running, they build muscle, or at least they hold on to muscle, and they look very muscular as a result. Now, why is that an important thing to understand? Well, Remember, your body is always aiming to get better at the, whatever stimulus you're throwing at it, and what you're asking your body to do with steady-state cardio, if you do that a lot, is you're asking your body to increase its endurance- but it also at the same time doesn't require much strength. And so it makes itself more efficient by paring muscle down. Now, hit also asks your body to build some endurance, but really also requires more strength. Yeah. Now, why? Well, when you're doing hit properly, let's say I'm on the elliptical and I'm pushing for a 30-second sprint on the elliptical, I am pushing as hard as I can with my legs. I am sending a, a, a signal to my body that's saying, We also need strength. Yeah. And so as a result of that, hit cardio results in uh, fat loss, but in less muscle mass loss. And they've done lots of studies this way, they've combined the two where people do hit versus people that are doing lists and, or, or steady state, and, and hit just burns, just doesn't cause the, the muscle loss that the steady state cardio tends to do. Now, the problem is that people take hit and they think it just means hard and long. Mm-hmm. And now what they're doing is they're doing aerobic work. But they're just trying to do it harder and they're doing more of it. And it's a tremendous stress on the body and it's not going to really yield you benefits. Hit cardio needs to be short. Right. That's yeah. the that's the <clears throat> biggest that's the biggest thing about it. So like one of the ways that I'll tell people to do hit, uh, and this is by the way, this is for people who already have a decent amount of mobility and conditioning. So so what I'm about to say doesn't this don't do this if, if you're not somebody that can run well and have some, you know, some some good mobility. One of my favorite forms of hit is sprints go to a track um, and do 50-yard or 100-yard sprint, and then – wait till your heart rate comes back down to the point where you can do another one and then do another one and do sets of that. You know, like you treat it like you would weights. Ooh, Just my,
3: my favorite. Sure, I used to do hill sprints. Hill, yeah.
1: hill sprints. Yeah. The best.
2: Oh. Yeah, way better. Yeah, you want something that's going to build because yeah, that'll tax
3: you like really quick. Yep. Real quick. And then you yeah. walk down
2: the hill, give yourself a little bit of rest, let the heart rate come down, sprint back up, walk again, back down. And again, this
3: is all about finding that max exertion. Like how can I do that in a safe manner where, you know, I'm not going to destroy my joints but I can reach like a new level that I'm stretching my capacity a little bit more and that's how your body you know will will get like uh, prompt, like prompted to change you know and, and that's that's something that um, what we're doing is we're flirting with that a bit and so that's why it is also necessary for you to take uh, that bit of recovery time to then be able to perform again at that high capacity because a lot of times I, I find people really want to do this for fatigue And like it it becomes a circuit of fatigue and and slop and, you know, you're, you're not really teaching your body much other than to, uh, you know, endure something that's difficult.
1: Yeah. And, and again, when you're doing an anaerobic type activity, like weight training and hit can be classified, uh, as anaerobic, you're burning because it's anaerobic, you're burning, you know, ATP, adenosine triphosphate. This is that muscle energy and it burns up very quickly and it's burned up by the mitochondria of your cells. As a result, HIT and resistance training increases mitochondrial density um, in your body. You get you increase your body's ability to, to do this particular thing more. That's a faster metabolism. So a lot of the problems that we talk about excessive cardio use, less of that applies to HIT cardio, which is why HIT is such a, a good form of cardio and why it's gotten so popular recently. The only drawback to HIT is that because it's intense, if you have immobility issues and stuff like that, I don't Ooh. think it's a good idea to take yeah. a beginner and tell him to do 30-second
2: sprints. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, this is also why I love Justin talking about the hill because – that's one of the best things for you. Like so, when you're running up a hill, you're not getting the heel strike that you're getting when you're running on flat ground. When you mm-hmm. run on flat ground and you take somebody who has really poor mechanics, that pounding on mm-hmm. on their joints is really rough. Sprinting up a hill actually is nice because you never fully lock out. You're always in this kind you're of always bent. On the pad of your foot. Yeah, you're on the pad of your on the yeah on the pads of your feet, and you're always in this bent knee, so you never lock out. Really, really good for clients that you're you're concerned about joints and then breaking breaking down, I love, love hill sprints for that. But even, I mean, I did mine yesterday on the elliptical. So you don't have to, I mean, talk about, there's a zero impact right there. Zero yeah. impact. Mm-hmm. Get on the elliptical. I got on there. The first minute I was just kind of cruising, kind of warming, warming myself up. As soon as it hit the two-minute mark, I went as hard as I could for one minute, as hard as I could. At that, at that, uh, the three minute mark, I poop, slow it all the way down, oh. and then I let my heart rate come all. Well, the way I back love,
3: down. I love two pieces of equipment, and this is the only kind of uh, cardio equipment I would even have in the gym. Is you know the assault bike, and mm. then also the versa climber. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it, like Those talk about getting to max capacity quickly. Right. You know, you can you can easily do that because it's like it it, it, it incorporates your entire body, oh. and it's just yeah. It's have just you tried ruining. a row Have you tried a rower? Yeah, see, rower. I've done the rowers. They're, they're, yeah, I mean they're tough. For I, I don't find them that challenging as much as the the Versa climber and in, in in the assault bike mm-hmm. just, just kick my ass. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and I, I think I, I will say this though it is extremely important. And I actually wrote a guide on uh, like the three biggest mistakes that people make with HIT. So if you want more detail, you could check that out. But you know it's when when it comes to mobility, mobility I would say is more important. For hit cardio than it is for steady state cardio. Like if you're gonna Absolutely. reap, if you're gonna reap the benefits of hit cardio, which are it burns a lot of calories in a short period of time, it tends to prevent muscle loss, especially compared to other forms of cardio, um, and in some cases may actually help build muscle, um, especially if you're able to sprint and run and uh, you know do sprints uphill, like like the guys just said. Mobility is important because it's intense. I mean, that's where they, that's what stands. The hit stands for right. High intensity interval training. You got to have better mobility because the hardest, the harder you push yourself, the more likely your form yeah, your is going to pressure gonna, in the hinges. Yeah, is going to start to break down and stuff. And so, mobility is real important. Also, I don't typically recommend people prime before cardio, although it's typically a good idea to prime before any physical activity. But I definitely re- uh, recommend people prime before hit like for sure it's a good idea well this
2: is i mean part of that is just also to minimize risk i mean you're just you're you're at risk for injury i mean you you're mechanically off and then you go do something explosive which you know you mentioned earlier a lot of people like to do these plyometric type movements you're doing something where you're jumping or ice skaters or doing these type of explosive type movements very compromising on the joints if you especially if you're not mobile and you don't have strength in that mobility so I think that was one of the coolest, most unique things when we wrote our HIIT program was including that was because I've never seen a hit program where somebody addressed that. And it's yeah. like, well, one of the reasons why I wouldn't teach clients plyometrics is because they're mechanically they're broken down. So it's like, well, if you do the due diligence and you put your work into... Programming mobility days into your your routine, and then doing HIT, I feel much more confident about your safety doing movements like that explosively right. after you've done you know a, a certain amount of mobility right. work.
1: And now the, here's the other thing with HIT: HIT can be done with lots of different forms of equipment. So, really, the staple thing to understand with HIT is short bouts of intense activity with bouts of lower intensity activity. And then, you know, you, you continue that kind of cycle. Now, that being said, because that is a staple of HIT, right? That being said, there's been a lot of confusion where people think, oh, well, then it's all the same. So I'm going to get the same benefits if I do HIT on elliptical than if I just do a bunch of circuits with weights or I just do – not the case. If you're going to do a piece of cardio equipment, it is quite simple and basic. If you're going to use weights for HIT, programming matters. Programming matters very, very, uh, very much because I see people just throw haphazardly throw exercises together. Like I'm going to do a hit routine yeah. and you, you need to program properly if you're going to use resistance for your hit workout uh, because you still don't want to develop
2: imbalances, create injury, and you still want to maximize. I saw this in the gym yesterday with Katrina as we were walking on the treadmill I was like, I don't know if today's like trainer cringe day or what, because there was three different situations yesterday of trainers doing stuff with clients. I'm like, fuck, my pump still hasn't isn't big enough yet. We still haven't reached everybody. I'm watching this trainer right in front of me and she's got this lady who, uh, you know, she's got no butt, these big old fake boobs. And I know that she's there to, to probably build her butt and burn some body fat. Like, you could just tell by her body type that that's probably what she's hired this trainer to help her out do. And they, she's setting up this little circuit. And it's right in front of my treadmills. I'm walking. So I'm, and I I'd love to watch. People watch while I'm on the treadmills. It is, And especially trainers, I like to see what they're programming doing. And she, gives, she sets up a box to jump on. She goes and gets a medicine ball. And then she goes and gets a BOSU ball. And you she, know you're in
1: for some fun. Oh. I mean, you see oh, I know. Like I
2: see it coming and I'm already like, oh, what's coming? Here it let's, comes. Let's hear it comes. And she so she's to do these uh jump boxes. Then slam she, ball and then, then, and she then does, side th- to side on then, the Bosu ball. And then she does the slam box, right? <laughs> and then exactly Justin Calls. Yeah, it. it's, it's exactly yeah. what she's doing. Mm. And um and the worst part about it
3: is Some I, oxygen magazine shit right there.
2: I feel I feel so bad because I know this lady with she. I know she wants a butt, and I can see by the way she's jumping. So she every time she jumps, it's a tiny little box. She jumps, and she's—I mean, she's barely bent at the knee, so she's not even getting close to parallel when she when she lands. She's just jumping. Both her knees are caving all the way into the point where they almost knock each other each time. Oh, so her her femur is completely internally rotating, which is why she has no butt. So her 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 glute meat is completely shut off, and then she's doing these jump boxes. So she's probably feeling all quads and probably mostly knees. And then she's going over and she's doing these slam balls, and her her posture is so rounded forward as she's going side to side. I'm just like, oh god! If she doesn't end up hurting her back right now, she's just exasperating this freaking this rounded shoulder position that she's in. And then the Bosu ball right afterwards, and just going through this killer circuit, you know, just hey. one after another after another. And I'm like, what the fuck? I like, want to. Like, why would you pay a hundred dollars? You don't need a trainer for that. For that. No. You don't need a trainer for that. If you're going to do no, a bunch no. of terrible movements, like I tell people this all the time, it's like. Just jump around in fucking weird ass aim- moves. Shit. Yeah, just weird shit. Bro, just do that's crazy that's, shit. For- that's
1: lazy personal training. That's my second biggest. Well, okay, so training. I don't
2: know. I don't know if it's that as much as it is just it's just being. A, I've never seen this girl trainer before. She's it's the first time I've seen her in this gym. So I, I'm assuming she's pretty new. Mm. And I think it's it's more of that. I think it's a lack of education and experience than it is lazy. I think she's trying to be creative. Yeah. I think she was trying. I think she's probably t- someone probably told her box jumps will help build your butt mm-hmm. you know the, the, the core the slam ball is gonna help her abs yeah. and then I don't know what the fuck her theory was on the the Bosu ball twist or whatever but so I think she's I think she and then someone probably told her that hit workouts are great for burning fat or whatever so yeah. you know it's probably more a lack of knowledge and experience I hope that, so
1: because if it's an experienced trainer and they're doing that, it's lazy. It's literally oh, I'm gonna make my client really sweaty. let me throw four exercises together and let me not coach them. Cause that's a lot. Most of the time, I've seen that there's no coaching. It's yeah. literally yeah, time, 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 time. <laughs> yeah. time, You know, switch exercises. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay, switch like, what You don't need a coach for that. You know, what you need a stopwatch. Yeah. You could mm-hmm. do it yourself. Mm-hmm. The other thing that annoys the shit out of me is when I when I see trainers make their clients like go go run around the block or run on <laughs> go the go warm up
3: for like the first 15 minutes yeah, running I mean, around the building.
1: Why? So you could text your buddy <laughs> while you're while your clients are. Uh, I, 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 laziest I, move ever. Oh dude, when I had trainers that would do that? Oh, what a great conversation. I mean,
2: hit hit is a Extremely effective tool. You Have to do it right when used correctly. Yeah, I mean, such a great tool. I, I mean, I love it for this exact reason. And I love the fact that I'm gassed after a minute because I just, show, I have no cardio endurance right now. I know that, but I also know that if I don't and I'm pushing like this, that's a new adaptation for my body. My body's going like holy shit. When was the last you know, time what Adam is this? you asked us to sprint for one minute? You know, what I'm saying that just did, so I get a great response. This is what I used to tell a lot of the competitors that I would see. Their coaches would tell them in the off season to keep all this cardio up, and I'd be like, "Okay, if you're if we're in the sport of bodybuilding, yeah, what the hell they do when they go in pre contest? Yeah, what are you? Why would you want your body to be at all adapted or used to this cardio, and then you go into prep?" Cause then you're then what do you do? Mm-hmm. And it, all you can do is ramp up more time, which is what most of them do. They go from cardio once a day mm-hmm. on off season, and then prep comes around, and they're having to do it twice a day and twice as hard and fasted. On top of that, it's like, oh my god, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you you don't need to do it like that? Like let your bodies and and the the part that's so detrimental to it to to them is that it's really tough to keep that up, like. Who is going to train hit workouts every single day? Like, who is going to keep that type of that that type of regimen up forever? Like, you just got to really get up for that, man. It's not not fun to be trying to keep that up all the
1: time. That's one of the things that I I talk about in the in the guide or or report is is the over because it's intense because the name of it is high intensity interval training. Then it becomes an over application of it. It becomes this. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should do hit cardio. Every day, I don't think I think that's way too much for most people. I typically will recommend it. If I do, I'll recommend it at most a few days a week, and it's for like twenty minutes max. Yeah. It shouldn't be for longer. Or than just that. do a
3: phase of it, you know, maybe two weeks or one to two weeks, you know, where we're we're focused solely on like building up our gas tank again, you know, and like building up that endurance and stamina if that's the goal of yours. But
1: it is, it is, and when you're doing it with weights, the goal. Just like with plyos, the goal should be that you're pushing yourself, but you're not pushing yourself like you're doing a long-distance run. I don't know if if that makes sense. Like You're pushing yourself, but if it gets to the point where you're just war of attrition— and you're
2: just well, this going is what, through it. What I not see, hit anymore. What I see is not pushing hard enough. Like, I see people pushing hard, but they think that... Because they're going to tr- do it for a long time. Yeah, a long time. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. they like, you see people doing this, the, like, battle ropes or doing the Stairmaster, and they're, like, getting after it, and they're getting after it for two, three, four minutes long. It's like... Nah, you want to go as hard as you can yeah. for like a minute and yeah, then you can go a
3: lot harder. Yeah, go yeah, harder
2: shorter. and then lay off yeah. and then go hard and then lay off. That's why like, it's high intensity. Yeah, it shouldn't it's be. It's not like. Otherwise, intensity. you're getting yeah. closer to cardio. You're yeah. getting it to be like traditional type cardio. And then we're really sending the signal for for us not to keep muscle. You, know no, what I'm saying? you want to be like gas. Yeah, so quickly. sure. Quickly. I mean, and Sal, you brought it up, like the a sprinter isn't a good example. I mean, what are they sprinting? You're, they're sprinting a 50-yard or a, you know, 40-yard dash or yeah, like that? Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, it's short, short and hard. Yeah, sprinters
1: yeah. do very little running for more than even a mile. Yeah. I mean, they'll do like a one-mile maybe warm-up, and, and then they'll do well, their mobility. and.
3: Yeah, when I do jump rope even, like, I I'd, I'd start by getting into a good rhythm, but then I'm riding the doubles, and I'm doing doubles, uh, and then I'm done you know and then mm-hmm. i'll do it again double uh, and then i'm done
1: is that your favorite way of doing uh cardio one of my favorites cardio? yeah
3: that that one i can incorporate real easily because like after a workout or like you know if i have that window of like 15 minutes and then i'll just spend it on like intervals of uh you know just bouts of of doubles jumping, and then i'm tired jumping rope is so hard it's, it, it takes a lot it, out of it it's you. a skill it, yeah it is yeah. where did you pick up on when you when you were doing kickboxing yeah when i was when i was warming up for uh, muay thai they would make a The the first ten to fifteen minutes is pretty lazy programming on this part too, which was just to get. I know when I did boxing, hammered for it. And the thing is, you did it with like no shoes, and so you're barefoot. So that you know, the fear there is like you're gonna whack your feet with this, (laughs) you know, leather rope, and you did, you know, quite a few times. But you got better at it as a result. I wish I was coordinated enough to to jump rope. Now I
2: have some like uh, bro science to add to this that uh, a, a theory that I use myself that, and it's just formulated it over time and different articles and things that I'd read up it's on. It's
1: Adams bro science. Hour. Adams bro science. So,
2: and and the why I say it's bro science because I understand that there's a ton of individual variants here. So when I use numbers that I'm saying right now, that's the bro science part of it. So like for example, they say that about 80 per, in a an hour intense workout, weightlifting, we use about 80% of our glycogen stores. Now, that is a bro science number because That number is very arbitrary. There's million different variances, and what you ate before matters. How what how many calories you normally burn in a workout? Totally general blanket statement. Total general. So that's the bro science part of it. But my theory is that okay, so give or take, I'm I'm utilizing most of my glycogen stores during that weight training routine. So I'm gonna push the after afterwards my Mm -hmm. workout. I'm gonna go do this hit. To completely deplete that out, and then I stretch out my next my next meal. So then I go okay. Then I'm not going to eat for another hour or two hours, or until I feel really hungry and I want to eat something. I do this when I'm leaning out. It's, I've done it for every single show.
1: Now, are you do you, because you're so lean and because you're so you track everything? Do you see a difference doing it that way versus other ways? Yeah, like in your physique. That's
2: why I'm, that's why I'm saying like it's it's responds really really well. I, so I've talked about before when when I'm in lean mode, I'm not I'm I'm stretching meal times out ap- apart from each other when I'm trying to bulk I'm trying to add calories I need more mm-hmm. calories I'm you know trying to fit as many meals as I can in so I can eat as much calories to, mm-hmm. to, in order to put size in and then when I go the other direction, I tend to do the opposite. I tend to mm-hmm. start to stretch the time out between meals. Like, let myself get comfortable with being hungry every now and then. And I get hungry. And there's nothing that gets me more hungry than a crazy heavy weight training session followed like by a hit. Like, afterwards, my body feel it feels like it mm-hmm. wants more food. And then I push that out. I stretch it out another hour or two. And my theory is that I'm completely tapped of glycogen, and even if I'm driving home, I'm showering, or I'm resting and relaxing, that my body is sitting there metabolizing fat as a primary source yeah. of fuel. And you know, all the tracking that I've done for me, it's done completely, it's done really, really well with leaning me out when I'm getting ready for right. a comp.
1: Another thing, too, to, take, to keep in mind, and they've done studies on this, where uh, when people do cardio before a workout or do a workout before cardio... The thing you do first is where you're going to you'll get more of the adaptation with what right, you do first, right, so if your goal is you know build muscle, speed up your metabolism
0: do, you do that first
1: yeah, you want to lift weights Work first, out, yeah. and then do, if your goal is endurance, then you want to do your your cardio first and they 've shown that and it's you know we're splitting hairs here it's not this huge massive difference, however, you know small differences add up to big differences over the course of a year or two years or whatever, so if you plan on working out for a long time you want to organize it to where it you know you you do your cardio after your workout. So typically what I'll recommend to clients is post workout I'll tell them to do a 12 to 15 minute you know hit session um and I and I usually don't tell them to do anything before which is funny cuz it was always the reverse. I remember when I first became a trainer you told people to do cardio before the mm-hmm. workout cuz that's yeah. how they that's how they warm well, up.
2: Well uh, the theory behind that was they say it takes what uh At The average of six to 16 minutes for the average person to jump into the Krebs cycle. So even if you get on a treadmill and you start running the first five minutes, your body's still using stored glycogen before it starts to tap into utilizing fat. So the theory was, okay, get your client on the treadmill, have them, you know, run or get to elevate their heart rate for 10-15 minutes pre-workout. Then when I go into lifting weights, you train this high intensity weight training routine. Mm. So the idea was you're going to be burning fat the entire time that you're also well, lifting weights.
3: See, I used to see that, but then they'd try and reserve like the intensity to keep them in that zone, you know, in the fat burning zone versus like letting them get into the more intensity training. So you'd see people warming up doing this crazy warm, and then they they try and monitor them to not exert too much. Well, that
2: came back. Weird. That came from yeah. the, the I saw the, that a bunch.
3: The, that came back from the information
2: that and the science that was supporting that. And there, this was the fat burning zone, the most yes. efficient place. And I used to explain this to trainers because this was really popular to do exactly what Justin's saying was that when you are in the quote unquote fat burning zone, right target heart rate zone, it's the most efficient place for your body to burn fat. But by efficient, it doesn't mean it's the place that you burn the most fat.
1: It means you burn the most as a percentage of your overall calories. Exactly. So but if your overall cal, I mean, you know, sixty percent of five hundred is a greater percentage. Than fifty percent of a thousand, but which one is a greater number? Right, half of a thousand is yeah. much bigger than sixty. Right, so the harder
2: you push, the more calories you're gonna burn, and turn the more fat you could potentially burn. But it's the most efficient place to do that. So just another hook they try and market you. Oh, right. well, they taught us to yeah. d- to sell that. Yeah, oh, we that's used to, how um, we used to sell yeah, it. Yeah, no, I used to scare people in the training that way. <laughs> oh, you're not in the fat burning zone. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah
3: no, I,
2: for well, sure. You're, you're burning muscle. Now I I do I do find it. Um, I do find that target heart rate and, and monitoring things like that is a little more applicable to somebody who is competing. Somebody who is always flirting with that fine line of being catabolic because because they're so low calorie all the time. And so they're wanting to push their kilocals up, but not push so hard that they send this signal to the body that, hey, we're going to go into mm-hmm. ca- cardio endurance and I don't want to lose this or I don't want my body to start to adapt and lose uh, muscle on it so i do see some some of that for like a bodybuilder where i could see where okay that makes sense i could see you doing that but for the average person no. who's over consuming calories the, the the harder you push no. the more you're gonna burn. honestly the reason
1: why hit doesn't burn or build excuse me cause your body to lose muscle like regular cardio can do doesn't always do but can do it's because hit is just it's the, it's cardio that that mimics weights. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been saying it's anaerobic, and I'm trying to make, hammer it's that like pointer.
3: intermittent intensity.
2: Well, yeah. you know, workouts yeah. and exercise. Well, it's, I'm sore. For example, I'm sore today. Yeah. I'm sore in places, in my hamstring and my glute from the elliptical. From doing that. Yeah. Like, I actually, it it took a minute for it to register. I was like, what is I didn't do hamstrings
3: yesterday. Why the fuck are my hamstrings sore today? Well, you need a lot of force production, you know, for a lot of these movements. Yeah, and so that requires muscle contraction at a high level, you know, as opposed to, you know, just long-term, like, kind of going through the motions of of the movement. And that's
1: why I want people to understand, like, your workouts are a few things. One of them is the calorie burn of why you're doing it. But the most important thing that you need to consider when you do your workouts is what signal am I sending my body and and what what kind of adaptation is that signal going to cause? And that's an important thing to understand because if the signal that you're sending your body is telling your body to adapt by becoming more efficient with calories to slow its metabolism down, then that's what you're going to get by doing a lot of it. If the signal you're sending is saying we need more strength, then you're going to build more muscle. And as a consequence of that... You're going to have a faster metabolism, or at least you're going to preserve muscle, which is why in head-to-head-to-head studies, consistently, HIT cardio causes fat loss but not muscle loss, or at least not nearly as much as the steady state of the application of too much steady state. And this, I remember—I don't know if you guys remember this was a while ago when the studies first came out to show this. I remember I was a—I a, must have been a trainer for five or six years—and the study comes out, and NASM, I think, is the first one to promote it, and they're like. Oh, yeah, people are burning more body fat and, and, and not losing muscle by doing fifteen minutes of cardio versus this steady state thing. Because back in the day, back in those days, when I first became a trainer, you want to lose fat, you got on a treadmill or an elliptical and you stayed yeah, for there like for an hour. You stayed there for an hour. Yeah. That was how you lose fat. Yep. You, weights bulk you up, and cardio is how you lost fat. So just, and there's still some of that, right? So mm-hmm. there's still some of that remnants. But we now know, like, send the right signal. And your body will adapt in the way you want. And the reason why this is important is when your body wants to adapt in this in a direction, you have to fight it. You know, if my body adapts in a direction where it wants to build muscle and then incidentally speed up its metabolism as a result, it's not going to be as hard for me to be lean. It just isn't. If I push it in the other direction, well, now we've got situations where I have to figure out how the hell I can keep this muscle in my body, or like what happens to a lot of people—they lose ten pounds, five of it's fat, five of it's muscle. Now their calories are much lower. Now to maintain that, they have to eat much less. It doesn't last very long. They go back to the normal calories. They gain the 10 pounds back, but most of it now is body fat, and they're in a worse position mm-hmm. than they were before.
2: I guess I should share too, and I'd be interested how you guys would because I'll tell you how I progress my hit. So day one, obviously the first time you get on to do hit and you haven't done it, it you're going to be exhausted. And I'm, what I'll be able to do this next time and next time after, I should be able to do more. So I, I started, I didn't tell, I didn't say this to the audience, but when I got on the elliptical too, I'm on, I'm at a level 10 resistance. Mm-hmm. So I want resistance for that. And that's how you kind of get those extra benefits. It'd be better for me to add. Instead of re- just going fast. Right. just Exactly. Yeah. Instead of doing low resistance and just trying to go f- fast, I would much rather have resistance and go as hard as I can for one minute. And then that's where I'll increase. So like. When I get on there, I won't be able to do that today. Today I'll probably be in here, so I'll probably do stuff with the battle ropes or something else. But tomorrow, when I get in the gym and I and I lift again and I do the elliptical, I'll probably jump to level eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. and I'll keep increasing the resistance on there until I can't do that really hard for one minute. And then, then my time frame of resting will start to shorten. So to go hard for one hard one minute, increase the intensity on the resistance where it's already. So I'm already starting it at ten. I'll I'll creep that up. And then I'll slowly start to shave my mm. my resting time. My resting time is
3: approximately 90 seconds mm-hmm. right now. So that's how I will progress. it. Yeah, I start mainly with the you know the, the one exercise, which is doubles for you know uh, for jump rope, and that's because I can kind of manage that specifically. Like I understand like as I'm as I'm getting like as many rounds as I can get, where I know like okay, I'm definitely hitting fatigue. You know, and so, Mm -hmm. and then I'll time my rest in in between how long it takes me to recover. But then I'll progress it into do more like uh, stuff with the kettlebells, as far as like explosive type controlled movements, and so then I can add. You know, just kettlebell swings, and I can get a little more uh, involved with that and just do stuff where it, because kettlebells are nice because it can, you can like easily transition into other moves pretty fluidly. Mm -hmm. So if I get into like kettlebell swings and I get into front loaded squats with that, and then I get into, you know, and I, I bring them down and do push ups on top of them, it's a very controlled, you know, back-to-back-to-back to back to back thing rest, and I can still, like, keep my my form pretty consistent.
1: Mm, excellent. Yeah, I, I do similar to what, what you do, Adam, is where I'll start, and I typically will keep mine about 30 to 45 seconds of a sprint, and, and then I'm just aiming for resistance, how much harder I can push the resistance, or if I'm doing a sprint outside, I haven't done this for a long time, but, uh, but I, a while ago, that's what I did is I would just see if I was faster and I would time how fast I could sprint the same distance and if I was increasing my speed I knew it was because I was more powerful mm-hmm. and I had more you know more power to exert and then that's that's all I would do is I'd be you know and I the reason why I like doing it outside and I haven't done this for a while and if I were to do it again I would work my way up to it because running hill sprints or whatever uh can beat you oh, up. Yeah, you don't just go out and do it. I'm actually motivated know?
3: to do it now. Oh, I love
1: talking it. About it. I, I treat it like weights. That's exactly like a set, like a set of any exercise. So I'd get at the bottom of the hill and, you know, I'd do my warm-up. And then when I'm ready to go, I'd There's sprint. Is this
3: as- perfect hills called Agony. Really? Yeah. Uh, the uh, name uh, of this the hill is the, Agony? The hill is called Agony. It's at my old high school and, like, it's not that far away. I'm, I'll be probably videoing doing some of those.
1: Oh, that's so awesome. Some Agony. And I'll, I'll sprint up the hill as hard as I can get to the top and I'll walk down or, or jog down, and I'll wait at the bottom and you know, I'll keep pacing and stuff till my heart rate comes back down. And then I'll do it again as fast as I can. And I do, you know anywhere between five to 10 sets, maybe 12, 15 sets of that. And I'm literally treating it like I do with weights. And it could take me, you know, it might take me 30 minutes, but really it's, it's, it's because I do such a long rest in, in between the sprints because the goal't the goal isn't to do it until I'm exhausted. The goal is for me to be able to exert force powerfully and sprint quickly each time I do it. Mm-hmm. And that, for sure, when I was doing that, I remember my legs growing. Now, my legs respond very fast to almost anything I do, but they've never grown from other forms of cardio. And I remember distinctively going, oh, shit, I'm building
2: now, muscle in my legs. When we wrote our hit program, which is one of the most popular programs that we ever sold, and we knew it was going to be because of how many people love this stuff. It's the only program that we actually have a warning on it. Mm-hmm. There's not, we don't have a single program where we actually it's, put a,
1: it's called integrity. We were trying to be honest. <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> well, that's also why we waited, right? We knew it would sell well way back when, but we knew it's like, this is not the message that we want to give people. Cause we don't think that more people need more hit in their life. We think more people need strength training and some mm-hmm. of the foundational training that, uh, that has long gone moved on from that. People don't do anymore that I think benefits people's bodies the most. So, but we did put that in there, and we also phased the program. And it's a short program; it's one of the shortest program that we have. Yep. And we don't recommend people do hit type of training for long periods of time. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, use I, would, I It's like a it's a wonderful tool for mm-hmm. for fat loss in a you know two to four week period is what I would say. Um, and if look, and if you like to do hit training just because you enjoy doing it and you enjoy that kind of workout. Then I don't think there's a problem with doing it every week. You can definitely overdo it, just like you can overdo anything. Mm-hmm. But like I said, three days a week, if you're fit, is probably a decent, you know, decent. I also for see.
2: Most I also see some value in it for people that have that are you know still playing sports, whether or you're young. You're young and you're playing sports, and so because that style of training does mimic kind right. of like... Oh, football, it it translates well to, yes. s- to
3: real game speed and having endurance and right. that.
2: Yeah. Right, being able to call upon those muscles and be explosive. So if you're an athlete, or even if you're not somebody who's a young athlete, even, I mean, I was doing more hit in my life when I was playing in a basketball league. That made It made sense for me to do these types of pro this type of workout because it was a, play, a, a way that I could still build muscle yep. and do that but then also I was uh, getting some endurance for when I was playing basketball mm. so it transfers over nicely if you're playing a sport but if you're just an average person and you just want to lose body fat and you're looking to use hit it isn't something that you want to do long term whatsoever
1: No yeah. no and now the, the the free report highlights the three most common mistakes that people make with their HIT workout. So if you like to do HIT and you wanna make sure you're not screwing it up by making the most common mistakes, go to mindpumpfree.com. It's free, it's a free report, it doesn't cost anything. And then of course, if you wanna take it to the next level and you want to follow a well-programmed HIT routine all set up and written out for you, then you can do our MAPS HIIT uh, program, which you can get at mindpumpmedia.com.
0: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump,